0: How do we approach the study of Muad'Dib's father? A man of surpassing warmth and surprising coldness was the Duke Leto Atreides. Yet many facts open up the way to this duke, his abiding love for his Bene Gesserit Lady, the dreams he held for his son, the devotion with which men served him. You see him there, a man snared by destiny, a lonely figure with the light dimmed behind the glory of his son. Still one must ask, what is the son but an extension of the father? from Muad'Dib Family Commentaries by the Princess Hiromar. you guys welcome back to i've read dune with rory voy i'm rory voy and i've read dune with me as always are my story boys andy and austin oh hello so hop in my car as i drive you guys up the sandy crest of a of a soft dune and lay you down and treat you right (laughs) (laughs) I i always like it when i when i get laid down on the on the searing sand laid down in the searing sands of Arrakis and treated to a to a, a soft night of of adequate lovemaking.
1: Arrakis
0: nights. <laughs> <laughs> like Arrakis days. Uh, <laughs> I actually just realized you said you, you said Arrakis kind of funny. You said it like Irakis funny. Irakis. Uh, I did not say it like Irakis. It, it, you know, which is also a very famously sandy place. Uh, Irakis? Think- Iraq.
1: <laughs> it's not Iraq you. It's Iraq us.
0: <laughs> I was just wondering I just wondering if you thought Frank Frank Herbert uh maybe maybe was uh you know talking about Iraq.
1: Frank Herbert was the king of making things sound similar.
0: But there is you're gonna notice, um as we get to Eric to Iraqine, it, it does kind of feel like Islamabad or, or another um large, large, um, Muslim metropolis. Look, he did
1: the orange Catholic. So you can just sort of add a thing to an existing thing yeah. and call it a completely different
0: thing. Well, and I think it's a little, it's important in, in sort of to place it in history. Not many people were kind of doing, you, you know, it, it took, it took the Gulf war for us to start kind of doing a bunch of like middle East stories. Mm. hmm and before then, we just weren't really talking about them in in American pop culture. So there was it,
1: Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, maybe I don't know Ishtar.
0: Oh, don't do that. Don't go to Ishtar. Don't bring that into this. If place, the two this things you could think place. of are Lawrence of Arabia and Ishtar.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're both pretty good movies, right? They're both equal in quality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed, Rory. Yeah. You're bringing us to the magical land of of Chapter Six. The magical land of Chapter Six, where our our boyfriend Paul and his dad Duke Duke Jared Leto have a have a have a nighttime <laughs> chat. Mm, all right. Uh, do you guys you guys remember what was going on last week?
1: Yeah. Or last uh, let me, episode, let me D- try to piece that together. So he's talking to the Doctor Man.
0: To our friend uh, Dr. The Doctor Yue. Man, who
1: who's gonna yeah Princess Yue
0: the doctor Who man with the murder plan. turns into
1: the moon uh <laughs> no the doctor man is going to be a bad guy we think and mm-hmm. they're talking he's talking with our boy paul gives him a bible tells us about some other religions and it's weird
0: the orange catholics
1: <laughs> the orange catholics the different catholics the ones that are like you know, what
0: you know but they're not they're 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 more citrus
1: right yeah there's sort of a tang to it there's an <laughs> normal catholicism <laughs> Um, yeah, just sort of a tangier, tangier version of Catholicism.
0: I'm the, I'm the Tang Pope. It's just it's chock full of vitamin C. Yeah, the sort of Chester the C Cheetah is for Christ,
1: the Chester Cheetah of of you know the papacy. Pope,
0: Pope Julius the uh, First. So yeah, yeah. So we learn about that. He gives him the Bible,
1: right. The and then they read their special Bible phrase. Um, they <laughs> read their favorite the Bible slogans. <laughs>
0: yeah. But he picks he picks the the favorite passage seemingly randomly of uh Yue's dead wife, which is a super spooky moment and leaves him wrestled.
1: Right. And his wife was killed by Baron Harkonnen. is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so we start thinking hmm, maybe maybe there's more going on here. Maybe, you know, this guy's a, like a triple agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so ready to get five. down to brass tacks. Are there those in this chapter? Well, they don't call them brass tacks; they call them, you know, Ericine wall wall uh, points. Oh, yeah, but that makes sense.
1: He's not lying. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> in the, that's in the
0: wiki. Yeah. Yes, tell us about tell us about. Yeah, I've got my six. glossary in front of me, and I'm ready to talk about Dune. <laughs> uh, so the chapter starts with our our, our good father Duke Leto coming to say to to pat his sweet boy Paul on his on his on his sweet boy head, and uh, talk about the big move. Talk about all the all the cool shit they're going to get up to on Arrakis.
1: Like, has he promised anything cool? Like, okay, we're going to get to do jet skis.
0: <laughs> we're <laughs> <This> going a- <laughs> to like. Yeah, he didn't really buy buy him off. He just told his son that this is happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's like a duke. What are you going to do? We learn a few things. Uh, Duke Leto is fully aware that there is um, foul business uh, between the emperor and Baron Harkonnen um, and uh, this 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 new deal for him to get Arrakis. Mm hmm.
1: Right. So he knows that he's going to be stepping on some feathers.
0: Yeah, so the emperor is sort of made a. I don't. Ex- it's kind of unclear why he needs to make a play for more power. Um, but you know, uh, the 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 the, all- the illusion here is that he knows the Harkonnens will be hecka pissed, hecka steamed if they lose uh, Arrakis. Yeah. So he's gonna. He's kind of. He's kind of starting a, a a family blood feud. Well, at the same time, you have to assume he knew that any fight happening over the spice planet Arrakis would would be very bad for people who use spice. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the implication is that not only will Duke Leto kind of take the fall for, for this sort of, like, spike in, in uh, spice prices after he shorts the stock, um, but that he probably has uh, been stockpiling spice for, for some time. So do we oh. get the sense
1: that, that Duke Leto is a little amoral in this sense? Like, he just doesn't care too much about the human cost the,
0: of this well, Duke, like, okay, clusterfuck so, he's about to stir up. Right. So we get, we got two things for one. I don't think Duke Leto had real choice in the matter. Yeah. It's the oh, emperor. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. But it's possible he could have like passed it off to a, um, you know, a, a, um, like a banner family or something and, and not walked into this shitstorm mm-hmm. kicking sand every, you know, um, But he has, he has a very specific line about how, um, knowing where the trap is is the first step in avoiding it.
1: Ah, sure, uh, sure.
0: So he knows two things that, that he believes that the Harkonnens and the Emperor have not thought of. The fact that at the end of the day, this is going to increase his value to the, to the Chome companies, the guild. And that he thinks that, Baron Harkonnen has underestimated the value of the Fremen. Interesting. Okay. So the Fremen, being the sort of locals of Arrakis, mm-hmm. the sand people, and right. what's what's cool about them? Do we get any indication of that in this chapter? We do. But so first, what we get is is um, he explains how the uh, the Emperor's troops, the Sardaukar, are working with Baron Harkonnen. So they're they're in like direct cahoots now. And that means the emperor and or the, the Harkonnens and ostensibly the emperor definitely want him dead. Oh, interesting. Like there's no there's no way that the secret police, you know, show up and the emperor is not involved. Got it. OK,
1: so the emperor, we, get, we get
0: a. The emperor we get a bit of a history lesson about the Sardaukar and their home planet of Seleucus Secundi.
1: Okay, hold on. Back oh, up. Just, a, just a second. So, yeah. who are
0: who are the Sardagars? The Sardakar are the emperor's elite uh personal army. Okay. They're okay. born and bred and raised on the on the planet of Salusa Secundus. Great. Which is a prison planet, but it's kind of like generational prison planet, you know, you're born there, you're still in jail.
1: Oh, I assume okay. You're only
0: real hope Some for anything sort of is like to become a It's sort of like debtor's prison, that's like Yeah. I assume the Secundus in the name means it's just the second planet in the system. Usually that's It's how that hard works. to say. Um Seleucus Secundus is uh Secundus like um I mean it's also SS. Yeah. And they're a secret police type type oh. place. So fair enough. It, fair enough. That is I don't know a if it's a verified dune fact or just a, <laughs> a possible <laughs> that's a Dune uh, a possible allegory there.
1: Now, um, forgive me if I miss this, but are we're supposed to be afraid of them, mm-hmm. right? So because yeah.
0: so help help elucidate this for me a little bit. Uh, the emperor gave Arrakis to Duke Leto, but then you mm-hmm. said that the emperor and Baron Harkonnen are th- theoretically in cahoots against Duke Leto. Is he doing this yeah. to fuck Leto over, like entirely? Yes. Yeah. So he's giving Leto. Arrakis, to start some shit get get all righteous and you know potentially kill him and then have him take the fall for some bullshit just to get him out of the way With uh, a, at like, least well i think I think if it if if business is the end goal, what he wants to do is shorten the stock on spice and have full control over the small stockpile that exists the emperor, the emperor, okay, and possibly the Harkonnens. But you would think the Harkonnens, if they'd been stockpiling wouldn't be quite as quite as frothing at the mouth to take um arrakis back right away Right, because right.
1: right'cause'cause argonins still don't want to lose arrakis
0: right they don't want to lose arrakis so my my feeling is that um the emperor is backing the baron's um attempt to steal it, but for some reason there was some royal decree that had to happen um does so that make sense is- like like mm. he
1: can't. So the emperor can't just like full out just fuck over the uh... the duke. The right the duke just sort of in broad daylight. He's got to like. I
0: abuse. think that's part of it. Is and any other of the great families. If he if he did anything himself, it would be trouble. Got it. Sure. Well, and there we we've already seen there's some pretty powerful players in this game. Uh, right. With the Benny Chazaret and the and the and know, the, the guild the, the guild right. like and the Chum Company. Yeah. Um, like, I wonder, you know, I wonder how much power they, they sort of wield in comparison to the Emperor. Like, it feels like there's definitely think sort of a bigger game going the on. The Chum Company is not, a direct alle- is not a direct allegory to the uh, uh, India Tea Company, East India Trading Company. But I think you could re- view their respective powers as similar. Yeah. Hmm. The president of the company versus the Emperor of, or King of uh, England are probably of similar stock. Yeah, that, social makes, stock. that makes sense to me. Okay. Okay. I guess that I can I can feel seated yeah. so far. So, Like the- I said, so I, I think even if he could um, attack Duke Leto in broad daylight, which I think as we talked about is probably not something he has the capacity to do. What he ultimately wants is to make Spice something he controls instead of something that somebody else controls on a different planet somewhere else. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this is kind of a way of a sort of a two bird, one stone sort of thing. He doesn't only want one and that's why they kind of have to happen together for it to make sense.
1: Right. I mean, end of the day, the emperor is playing for the emperor and the, you know, the Duke is playing for the Duke and the Harkonnens are playing for themselves. Yeah. And so there are just, there are certain tenuous alliances that are made for certain specific means and otherwise it's still everybody for themselves.
0: Yeah. So, so, and then Duke goes into explaining why he believes, hey, so the Harkonnens are going to have these Sardaukar troops, which means that there's not a reasonable counter to that um, when it comes to foot soldiers. You know, the the Sardaukar are 100 to 1 in terms of their fighting ability, roughly speaking. Yeah. So, so... And they got the, Duke... the
1: Sondra Day O'Connors from the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So the duke says, "Well, okay, let's talk about this. On Arrakis, there are these people. They grow up on the worst planet, arguably, possibly second worst. Who knows? If Salusa Secundus is the worst planet, then Arrakis is the second worst planet. Yeah,
1: it's that's the true Secundus." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so these people who who live out in the wastes, who hate the Harkonnens from his you know from his ruling with an iron fist this whole time, uh, who have no who have no allegiance to the Emperor and can kind of move with with impunity around the planet. He thinks that by taking by walking into this trap that he has a secret upper hand on the emperor and the Harkonnens God, in the cause... form of an allegiance with the Fremen. Oh, okay. does, does yeah. he already have that relationship or is he planning on forging one? He's
1: just going to make uh, it happen.
0: I think if we if we've met uh we met um his Mentat was on his was on his way to go be an envoy. Thufir uh, you mean Hawat? Thufir Hawat was uh, is uh, is on his way to be an envoy and speak to some Fremen leaders. Mm. Um, he leaves he leaves before Duke Leto does. Got it. I think even if he doesn't already have friendly relations with the Fremen, uh, he thinks he's got a reasonable shot, or at least as reasonable as a shot he's going to have. Like they're the best odds he's going to be able to you know make for himself in this hand of cards
1: to do this kind of grassroots operation
0: yeah cool it's interesting i i don't know necessarily what i expected from this plot line but it it is interesting to me that it's sort of like uh like they're fucked like they're in a really shitty situation this whole family Mm -hmm. like from those first chapters it kind of seemed like you know not like a harry potter thing but like you know like, oh, we've got this mom and a kid and the kid might be Jesus. And like there's sort of like this cool, fanciful thing going on with all these witches. But like his family is fucked on a pretty big geo, well, galactical, galactic political way. And they basically only have one shot at not all dying. Right. That's that's a little more dire than I expected this to be like right off the bat.
1: Yeah, like for they're sure. Kinda, yeah. Like they're being sent to Siberia, basically. Like, <laughs>
0: hey, you're yeah, in yeah, Siberia like, now. and all the nukes there yeah exactly (laughs) you get to keep the nukes any nukes you find are yours
1: and you know putin is is also there and he doesn't want (laughs) to be there
0: he does not (laughs) like you digging up his nukes yeah yeah it's interesting and so he's just telling his his little his little teen sweet boy about this he's just like hey shit's fucked but i'm probably
1: not promising jet skis at this point it's it's
0: leading into the conversation about like shit is fucked we're not all going to maybe make it out of this. So this is the plan, you know, such that you can continue it where I left off in the event of my, uh, de-noodling. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in case all my spaghetti and meatballs come out of my, my head.
1: <laughs> that's, that's one of Baron Harkonnen's like favorite tortures is to, <laughs> to, to, to take the noodles out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, I don't need all these
0: noodles. <laughs> no, <laughs> is that then that's the end of the chapter or um they have a little conversation so that that conversation continues um i'm trying to remember the exact line they have a, to- a conversation about like what killing feels like and the duke is like uh, paul is like i don't like i don't like killing and duke was like no no you're not gonna like it the point is to be ready when you're not gonna like it
1: yeah oh. Okay.
0: You're kind of. It, it's a yeah. It's a it's a it's a cool moment where they kind of both accept reality, but don't take any pleasure in it. Sort of a. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we can't just keep bringing it back to Game of Thrones, but it's always going to be fresh in <laughs> my mind on this sort of thing. Like. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a he like who serves a, the like,
1: sentence passes the
0: or yeah he who who passes the sentence must swing the sword. Sort of moment yeah. like with him and Bran sort of just being like, "Hey, life is hard. This is what ruling is like." you got to do the hard thing and it's going to suck every time. Right. Like, like that's cool. That's a cool moment. I like those. Yeah. Um, it's
1: also nice to sound. It seems like the core family unit, like they're decent people. mm -hmm. Is that correct? That, that we're supposed to kind of get that vibe, kind of like the Starks that look, everybody around us are probably huge, savage murderer people who are double crossing maybe, but like our base family unit, loves each other a lot and we've got to stick together
0: i think it's a good analogy because you know like the starks and like uh like a especially like a sansa type character we we see we meet paul soft right Mm -hmm. we don't meet him we don't meet him cool but we don't meet him as a as an completely unlikable douchebag right he's just he's just rich and soft now have we seen uh Oh god, I'm gonna forget her name. Uh, Jessica. Have we seen Jessica and the Duke interact at all in, yet? No, I don't think so. Because they're 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 the husband and wife, right? No, she is his. She is his um, first. Basically, like a like a prime mistress. It's it's oh, like a side the, like a side I, piece. No, above side piece, <laughs> but but below uh, official duties of duchess oh so
1: where's the duchess
0: there's no duchess that's why they're not married is to oh. keep open the possibility of political marriages so she's oh, just a so baby mom hasn't
1: so he hasn't married yet correct and he's, he's not got married like yet His he's got his cuddle his cuddle friend
0: oh is? i think she's his first concubine i think that's the the, the rank oof interesting okay it's not not great terminology yeah. I can't it might not be calculated. Well it's it's because in their in their basic relationship they're mistress and and suitor, right? hmm But she's also a witch and significantly more powerful. You know, I don't know. And I think there's some witchy terminology there. Sure. And I she's mean she's still, got her own she's thing. She's still going being on. a mom.
1: Like she's still yeah, being she's a Yeah, she's still being a
0: dope ass mom. And there's no like there's no like Game of Thronesy, he's not Paul Snow. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right.
1: He's a full he's a full yeah, a well, full,
0: yeah royal and, blood and you know it's not like the mom is just being it's not like Jessica's being played off as like some sort of unimportant female character like she's got bomb right. ass shit going on on her own like she's yeah like she doesn't she's have super to be cool. married
1: to be yeah right you think this is a way of Frank Herbert to justify like whatever like extramarital shit he was getting into
0: <laughs> I don't I do think that of uh of um Robert Heinlein, like all of his gross stuff, I think was straight justification.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Know your creepo authors.
0: (laughs) Though, I mean, it's worth it to bring up. I mean, I've 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 heard people talk about Dune and it not being particularly aging, like not particularly aging well for its treatment of women. Uh, I don't know because I haven't read it. Hence The point of this podcast. Uh, But I've heard that before. Um, I mean, I'll be mindful of it on this second read. I don't remember it the first time I read the book. I haven't noticed it now. Um, You know, you could you could say that there are things that don't age well, like first concubine. Sure, but the question is does does that invalidate a strong character with a strong voice who is narratively important and is um, rich in in all other things? Um, I would hesitate to to shackle all the female characters of this to just
1: to to titles
0: to to title problematic titling. Yeah. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And naming and naming conventions that have perhaps not aged the way we would hope.
1: By the way, I really quickly, while we mentioned like weird, creepy sex fan (laughs) sci-fi authors, um, I just learned today that, uh, Robert Klein, no, not Robert Klein, uh, what's the Ernest Klein who did ready player one apparently mm. wrote this whole like poem about how he wants like better porn. <laughs> he was like, I don't want like, I don't want like the porn for jocks. I want like the cool porn with like the quirky girls. And like, I'm so much cooler. Ugh. Cause I like, I like the, the alt porn.
0: Know your creepy authors.
1: Yeah. So just so you know, Ernest Klein. Uh, ready player one was a pretty really bad weird. book. So it I was, mean, yeah, it's not... that was a atrocious piece of piece of, Words on paper. I'm not going to call it <laughs> literature.
0: But speaking of but... <laughs> speaking of books becoming movies, I mean, we've just had it announced that Dune's being worked into a two movie thing with uh, uh, the guy who just did um, with Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve. Oh, I hadn't yeah, heard that. Yeah, he's he's gonna work on a, a two movie Dune adaptation. Wow. Well, more power
1: to him for taking. I mean, on Blade Runner was dope. Like...
0: Did either you guys watch um watch Prisoners? No. no, no, I didn't. Prisoners is one of his first like yeah uh hollywood movies it's really fucking good though it's dope yeah, yeah i mean i, I love him like to rival
1: he's... yeah
0: yeah he's he uh, does really great cool. work should we finish this thing out yeah, yeah well, let's, let's do that let's finish let's it let's out
1: rapid rapid downtown all
0: right so the last thing we learn uh is that i think we learned it before but now the official the official offer has come down on high and duke later was asking his son to begin training in the ways of a mentat mm. is that brand new to you guys yeah, yes. or we mentioned that he might also be a mentat. Okay, no, that's new. Are we talking about Paul? Yeah, or yeah. Paul. Paul. Sweet boy, Paul. He, he can't might be, be both, right? Oh, he... uh, It's 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 possible that he can't be both, but he certainly can be either right now. Yeah, right. Because he's got the juice.
1: Yeah, he's got that Jesus juice. He's,
0: he's got that in. hot Jesus juice running he's through got, his he's thick, got mealy that, bones. He got that Michael
1: secret stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so so how does Paul react to that? He reacts I guess as much as anybody could when they are asked if they want to be a math wizard like <laughs> he's he's not stoked exactly, but he's not he's not turning his his nose up at it either.
1: So much homework, you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but like it's wizard homework. <laughs> it's wizard homework.
1: It looks a lot like math homework. <laughs> <laughs> You can it's spice like, it up however you want, but it's it, end of the day. You're just doing fractions <laughs> and polynomials until the sun goes down.
0: <laughs> well, is it like like in Harry Potter where we keep hearing about this class arithmancy, but we never actually get any of it because it's probably too boring? Kind like of. How, they,
1: how they do wizard taxes.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is not wizard school, whether he, whichever wizard school he chooses to join. Like that's not going to be the point of the book. Right, exactly. Which is pretty
1: upsetting to hear, I'll be honest. (laughs)